Hello everyone, uh, welcome to the second wind. Uh, previously, all things considered, we had a little bit of a copyright issue with uh, one of the biggest media outlets in the in the world. You probably heard about it. It was it was all uh, over the news. It was all over the news. Uh, we had to file for bankruptcy, sell our sell all of our assets, and uh, now we're back under a different name, looking to. Totally independent this time. Totally independent. Totally independent. Um, so I'm with Justin at Per Usual. Uh, we got a couple things we're going to talk about, try to keep it short and sweet. It's great to be with you here today, Jake. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's always a good day. Um, so Zion and LeBron is our first topic. Justin, do you want to take the uh, lead on what's going on with this situation? Sure. Well, um, it's kind of like the, f the future of the NBA and the past of the NBA meeting in the present while they're both like incredible players, which is really something that you rarely get to see. It like it kind of reminds me of like when MJ and Kobe would go at it, like when Kobe was really young. Um, I don't think we've seen two high caliber players like this battling head to head in in many years. So it's definitely something that NBA fans should be um, should be uh, soaking it all in and and really relishing this moment. But they played twice this week, head-to-head, -head, um, which was a, two super exciting contests. If you missed either of them, I feel sorry for you because uh, they put on a show in both games. In the, in the first game, um, Zion kind of deferred to Brandon Ingram much of the time. Ingram had 34 in their first game. Um, but in their second game, they were going right at each other. Um, they covered each other for, for a good portion of the game, which is really fun to watch. Um, I mean, watching Zion body LeBron in the post. I mean, it's like it's like what what is it an immovable object versus like a unstoppable force? It's like who's gonna give? It's like like uh, dude's third law or something like that. It really is. <laughs> it really is. But I mean, they both led their team in points, and it was it was exciting to watch. But LeBron managed to get the dub both times, um, and I think par partially just because the Lakers are a superior team and. And um, they're going to get the better of that matchup on most nights. Jake, what did you take away from this week of incredible basketball? Uh, this week, uh, I just thought Zion kind of proved himself. I think he's going to be a, a great player. But uh, I kind of did a little uh, statistical research. So I got LeBron's rookie rookie year. He you averaged, got numbers, huh? He averaged the numbers, 20 yeah. points his uh, rookie year with five assists, uh, one steal, and about five and a half rebounds. Uh, Zion Williamson, as of right now, is averaging 24 points per game, 24.2 points per game, 2.2 assists, and six, uh, pretty much seven rebounds, which is, I mean, it puts him on pace. He's pretty, I mean, it's a different league now. I think Zion uh, is just a lot more dominant than most of the players, physically at least. So uh, I can just see him uh, continue to have a good season. I do think he will probably end up winning Rookie of the Year as much as I think John Morant should probably win it. I think that um, I think it's it's going it's, it's to be really tough for the NBA not to give it to Zion after kind of his comeback and how much uh, attention he draws. I mean, their games are always on, and uh, he's pretty he's always on television. He just won Western what. Conference Player of the <laughs> yeah. Month um, or Rookie of the Month. Um, just last month, well, which which Jake, which do you think is more likely to happen? Do you think LeBron is more likely to catch Giannis for MVP, or Zion's more likely to catch John Morant? Because John uh, Morant has a much, Zion, he has a whole Z season's worth of uh, Zion. stats I, I think uh, Zion it'll be easier to catch Ja in a in the Rookie of the Year race. I think MVP it it always just goes to the guy that scores the most points, pretty much. It's pretty right. much a scoring title. Yeah. Um, 
and Giannis is on the best team in the league right and he's, now. Too. Yeah, and he's doing it all. Yeah. It, I think it's impressive that LeBron's averaging, leading the NBA in assists this year, which is incredible. Yeah. He's up over 10 assists a game, and I, I was looking the other day. and He's I got a lot of weapons, though. Oh, he does. Yeah, he, he's never had an easier uh, never had an easier time getting assists just throwing it up to Anthony Davis. He's never had a player like Anthony Davis to play with, so it's definitely changing how he plays. All right, we're going to go into the next uh, segment. we got Big Ten basketball has been a treat to watch this, this year. they got a lot of really good teams. Uh, projected what 10 10 I mean 10, 10 maybe 11 Purdue is like next four out in Lenardi's uh latest bracketology mm-hmm. the the mad bracketologist sitting in his uh in his scientist room in his, uh, asylum yeah crafting these crazy brackets I think but he, I think the guy might just be mental honestly I, I don't, don't know what he does for the other other 11 months of the year where does he go I think that might be the most pointless job in the history of of jobs uh-huh. I mean <laughs> You can be wrong as much. It's like a you know, nobody's it's pretty much gonna like, care. It's like a <laughs> it's like the glor- weatherman. It's like a glorified weatherman. He's the weatherman of ESPN. <laughs> he just tells everybody they're going to be a three seed, and it's like, well, what's really the point of watching the selection show? Then? Yeah, you're just going to tell us what's <laughs> just ruin it all for us. Kind of ruins the thrill. What what Michael Bublé is to the month of December, Joe Lenardi is to the month of March. Worthless. They they emerge and they're all over everywhere for a month, and then they leave. All right, well, um, Big Ten Tournament is going to be pretty much like a little mini uh, mini gauntlet, mm-hmm. uh, minus Nebraska and Northwestern, which are two just atrocious yeah. teams. Thanks for coming out, guys. Nebraska, Nebraska, I'm looking at right now on a 14-game losing streak. Um, it's probably one of the worst showings ever in Big Ten history, if I were, if I were to guess it. Uh, Michigan State's uh, now tied with Maryland. They're both 13-6, and six, which will be... Um, kind of treat the watch, but the thing is, it's like the Big Ten is so deep. I could see like any Indiana, which is in like almost last. They're three teams above the last place, and I could see them like winning the tournament. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like any of these te- besides these bottom three teams, Minnesota, Nebraska, Northwestern. I think it's kind of fair game for any of these teams. I think like look look at the middle at, of the pack every every, here. every team is very. Um, beatable. Yeah. I mean, the middle of the pack, you got Penn State, Iowa, Ohio State, Rutgers, and Michigan. Like, those teams are all going to be top six or seven seeds in oh, the yeah. NCAA tournament. So, to have them being in the middle of the pack in their own conference just speaks to the depth of the Big Ten this year. I've, I've never seen the conference look like this. It, have you, Jake? No, it's it's absolutely insane. Top there, to bottom. There's so much. There's so many teams. There's nobody that's, like, elite. I feel like everybody is just really good. They're really solid, but I have yet to see a team that's like, all right, I think they're gonna, they're gonna, they're the best team in the Big Run Ten. Run away with it. I think that, I think that it's pretty much a, a toss up. It's gonna be whoever gets hot um, when it comes to the Big Ten tournament, and whoever wins that uh, Big Ten tournament might end up squeaking in like at a two seed or a three mm-hmm. seed. And if you're one of these, like, if Ohio State were to lose in the first round of the Big Ten tournament, they might drop to like a seven, depending on what else happens. So you right. kind of control your own destiny. With the seeding, it'd be nice to have a if you're one of these teams that are at like the four or five seed range and the Big Ten. If you win a couple games in the Big Ten tournament, I think that it could be a big help to seeding wise in the when it comes to the March Madness bracket. Mm-hmm. And it, it looked like Maryland was gonna like kind of pull away um, yeah, from like the rest two of the or three field. Ahead. Yeah. yeah, and then they they've lost two in a row recently. Which I mean, it, playing thirty games. Um, and having a majority of them against opponents like this, 
I guess it's 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 inevitable that a team's going to go through kind of a losing slump. Like I mean, Ohio State did for like the whole month of February, um, but like or the whole month of January. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, but I mean, it, yeah, every team is going to have their struggles. So, and I, I like that Ohio State's peaking at the right time. I feel like uh, like like I said, Maryland's kind of dipping. Penn State's lost two in a row, but Ohio State's on the rise. Them and Michigan State are peaking at the right time, and that's I think. A lot of it's because of the veteran presence of uh, Cassius Winston and Caleb Wesson on those two teams. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the teams that have had a guy there that's kind of been through it are, are seem to be kind of at the top and they're kind of rolling right now. I know uh, Penn State lost last night to Michigan State. We watched that one. That was a Penn State good game. had it. Penn State had it Penn wrapped State up in the first half. Just blew it. They just blew it. They didn't hit a three in the second half. They yeah. hit. They, they were unconscious. Time. They couldn't yeah. miss. It was like throwing rocks in the ocean in the first half. It's a game. Basketball's a game of runs. It really said. is. And in the second half, Penn State didn't have the yeah, runs. They did not have anything going for them. Mm-mm. Next topic, uh, we got a little local flair. Flair uh, <laughs> here at, in Athens, Ohio, at Ohio University. Uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, we had the infamous uh, gun girl, Caitlin mm-hmm. Bennett. Uh, came down. It was poopy pants. Poopy pants. McGee came down, and she was asking. Uh, you know, a lot of the students, uh, their different views, and uh, pretty much a riot broke out for the most part. She That's called it a riot. She and called then it, the she media, called, national she called media it picked it up, and yeah, it was uh, her her words. It was pretty much. It looked like there was just a mosh pit around the Baker Center the yeah. whole day. There were just people there, and uh, pretty much it was like kind of like Mortal Kombat. It was just like you right. find your challenger, right. and you go <laughs> but out. everyone was challenging yeah. Caitlin Bennett. <laughs> Yeah, there were a lot of a lot of digs thrown at Caitlin Bennett. Uh-huh. Probably well deserving. Yeah, well deserved digs. She's she brings a lot of it on herself. Um, but I think Justin and I both uh, like we've concluded. I think the worst thing you can do uh, for Caitlin Bennett is give her attention. When you give her attention, that just gives her she feeds on her it. content that she needs, and it gives her her agenda mm-hmm. that she tries to go to these college campuses and fill out. I mean, she is one of the most far right conservatives i've yeah she she, seen in my life she gives rational conservatives a really bad name yeah she really does yeah it's one of those things where it's like it'd just be better if like she were to just like crawl in a hole and yeah not really have anything to say because when it comes down to it the only people are listening to listening to her uh with all due respect are nut jobs right anybody that thinks she has like a influence is Mm -hmm. absolutely ridiculous yeah, Jake. I knew that she had trouble keeping poop from coming out of her mm-hmm. butt, but I, I've, I've learned that she really has trouble keeping all that shit from coming out of her mouth because she it's a double whammy. Yeah, she just spews like in, insane stuff. She she always tries. What really like what really irks me about her is that she'll try to like tie two things together. It's like you don't support gun rights, and then it's like oh, so you don't love America. Yeah. And it's like, no, those <laughs> two things aren't, yeah. like, joined at the hip. Like, they aren't binary. Like, those can be – and she does that with all kind of topics and, and really she, just – She tries to, like, manipulate She's a troll. She's a real-life yeah. troll. She's an instigator. She just thrives on, on attention and backlash. If you've seen any of her videos where she, like, has a lot of views, it's because, like – she just gets people pissed off. Mm-hmm. She'll just say stupid shit, and then she'll get a rise out of them. Yeah, exactly what she's going for. It's always what she's doing. Up next, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be reading through some Reddit. Um, 
what would you call these threads? Some Reddit, yeah, Reddit threads. threads. This specific and thread is, I think, my boyfriend for, is cheating on me. For uh, people that don't know what Reddit is, it's pretty much an online forum where people completely open forum. Is it? It's anonymous, right? Anonymous, anonymous, blah blah. Anonymous, anonymous. Yeah. Um, and right now we're uh, right now we're on the topic of relationship advice, and some of these are uh, pretty crazy. So uh, we're just gonna dive right into this one. Uh, Justin's gonna read read you the scenario. And uh, we're just gonna break it down piece by piece and analyze it. Right. So, so this thread is filled with some of the most absurd and out there relationship stories you'll ever find because they're collected from everyone in the world because everyone can post on Reddit. Um, so we have we have personally sifted through them and picked out the best of the best for you, our viewers, um, and we think it's gonna be a real treat for you tonight. First up, I, a 34-year-old male conducted a paternity test behind my wife's back on our 12-year-old son. So, um, a little background on this. Um, they met when they were 20. They, they met when they were 20, drunk hookup, had a kid. Tw- he, 12 years later, um, he runs into an old friend who, who he knew around the time that he met his wife. And he asked if he was still with her, <laughs> and the friend said, "It's crazy how I dated her, and then you stole her from me." So he thinks that his his like good friend might be the father of his son. Um, and he starts to get he starts to doubt himself. Broke he, down and bought a DNA kit. <laughs> uh, he used, used, used it on, it on his, his son, son without telling his without telling his wife behind his wife's back. Twelve years. Oh this my god! Child is twelve oh years my god. old. And the results came back. He is not my son. Zero percent chance I'm his bio, I'm his biological father. And we haven't read these, so we're reacting to these in my live world. Time. My whole world is upside down. I'm just on autopilot at the moment. I don't know how to act or feel. I'm just a zombie right now. Oh, he was my born. God. So it sounds like he's gonna stay in the kid's life no matter what. It's a good dad. Um. Well, not dad. What Good I haven't what I haven't decided is how I'm going to bring it up to my wife. I feel like my whole marriage was a lie. I can't help but wonder if she knew. How do I come confront her? Regardless of that, I'm not in love with her. I still love her. This will crush her. Absolutely devastate her. Whoa. I don't know what to do. Well, I think uh, this guy either one just runs away from home mm-hmm. and starts uh, a new life. Starts a new life. Um, maybe does he bring his kid or no? He just forgets his old family. I mean, at this point, like you have to tell your wife, and on it, like I would be so fucking pissed off. I you'd have like I'd be, I'd probably have to say like I'm I'm out of here. Oh yeah, you can't you can't stick with your wife after that. Twelve years, but he's also he's also got a way. If he tells his wife about it, then his wife knows. That he went behind her back to do this DNA test. Yeah, but it's not his kid now. But I know I, I, that that pales in comparison to that. It's not his kid, but if it, but if, she'll play that card if, for everything. If, if, if it was his kid, then he'd be like, "All right, I'm just gonna throw the DNA. I'm never. And I'm it not wouldn't gonna, be I'm an issue. Tell her about it. We're just gonna go on with our lives. However, it's not his kid. <sighs> that wife is a piece of work, though, for not even for knowing that she I hooked actually, up with his I'm not gonna friend. Lie, I actually really want to like see this family picture i want to see what they look like <laughs> i want to see where they live because i got a feeling it might be in west virginia <laughs> <laughs> i think it might be really closer relations than they're letting on here it uh so that's that's it for that one uh whatever you got i don't know what you guys the viewer thinks but that uh it's pretty outrageous that uh somebody would somebody would do that hopefully i mean if she knew that it wasn't her his kid and she didn't say anything that is just absolutely oh yeah she's a terrible person outrageous 
Egregious. That's an egregious offense. Up next, we got a uh, we got a woman uh, suggesting would uh, would you get a divorce at the age of forty two? For those who have done so, how did you fare? Um, so what do we got here? Uh, she's forty one. Uh, she's been in a sexless marriage for she, seven years. I guess years. she doesn't really know how old she is. She's in she's a. Very confused this, 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 we could have debunked this. This could be an absolute uh, catfish situation. Maybe this is just a lie to get a rise out of out of the Reddit community, which would be an absolute travesty. Yeah, no, like no one's ever done that before. Uh, sexless, sexless, sexless <laughs> marriage for seven years with no children. At the beginning, thirty-four to forty-one. This is the tail end the, of her sexual um, era. Being, era, yeah. <laughs> At the beginning, I tried my best to be supportive, understanding, and every initiative that we underwent was for me. We've seen therapists, urologists. That seems a little extreme. He knows well how miserable and depressed I've been over our lack of intimacy and rejection, I feel. Nothing has changed. Although I loved him at the beginning, it's come to the point where I only stay because I'm afraid I'll be even more miserable after divorce. At least at present, there is companionship. As a woman, would you settle for trying to start? A fresh or continue stability, or choose stability or security. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Jake? Well, I'd have to see what she looked like first, right, uh, personally. Yeah. Um, As uh, yeah, that, that's that I mean, definitely personally, uh, is, uh, I feel like you if you're in a sexless, sexless marriage for se- sexless, sexless you just marriage, got sex on your mind today, dude. Sexless marriage for seven years. Uh, I don't. Is it her fault? Is it his fault? Whose fault is it? It sounds like it's his fault because she says she's complained about the lack of intimacy and he hasn't responded. Maybe Buddy just needs a Viagra. I think he he just needs to swallow his pride and get himself some blue blue pills. This would be the perfect spot where we plug uh, Roman wipes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If if we're sponsored, but we're not. Which we aren't. But if you're listening, Roman, we are more than willing. Uh, Yeah, this is just a a pretty kind of crazy scenarios well. and she has no really children about it she has no children so she, what's she really has nothing her... invested unless she just like is a stay-at-home dungeon wife with no children and she doesn't do anything like you might as well get a divorce and, right? but it sounds like she wants more than that what's the, what's the point but the thing life. is if you're 42 what are you gonna like you're probably not, i mean the chance of you having a kid i'm sure drastically drops down after as time goes on Oh yeah, right? she's yeah yeah yeah. After like forty or forty five, it's pretty much impossible. Yeah. So unless you're Janet Jackson, she's got pregnant at like fifty. Shout um, out Janet. That we could be completely wrong on that also, but we're not we're not scientists. We're not no we're not scientists. We're just we're two, not baby two simple scientists. guys in a in a apartment room right now recording this podcast. For our last segment, we're gonna be uh, doing a quiz. Uh, what what website is this on? It's on Sporkle. Which is a great Sporkle. great source for quizzes. Uh, can you pick the word that's missing from all three song titles? So we have five minutes. Uh, it looks like there's 33 questions. So we're going to get her going. We're going to get fired up. Three, two, one. And we're off. Blank girl. Oh, what a blank teenage. Okay, we got all girl, around girl. Bad girl. Oh, what bad. a bad. T- no. What a night. Teenage night. Night girl. Is night in here? Smooth. Rockin'. Um, this is absolutely ridiculous. Teenage. Dream girl. Dream girl. Dream oh, what girl. a dream. Teenage dream. That's it. 
That's it. There it is. Blank again. Blank, I love you. Blank, stranger. Hello? Hello? You got it. The blank, the blank you move, born this blank. Way. That's way. Escape. Pina colada song. If you like pina Cherry. Coladas. Cherry blank, American blank, honey blank. Pie? Pie. There we go. Thunder blank, blank to nowhere, hit the blank, Jack. Road. Thunder Road, yep. That's Thunder Road. Shout out Springsteen. <laughs> blank that thing up, baby, baby girl. Blank. Blank, <laughs> blank, blank to black. black. <laughs> That's an easy one. We got back. Run this blank, rock this blank. The boys are blank. Back in town. Run this town, rock this town. Mm-hmm. Blank good ink, blank again, I got you, I blank good. That's feel good ink. Feel good, feel good ink, feeling mm-hmm. good. Blanket. Blank for death. Blank for love. Birth, school, blank death. Rocking it, rocking for love, birth, school, rock, no. Bird for love? That isn't a thing. Bat it. Um, groove it. Groove for love. Birth school. Groove death. Rocking it. You think groove. it's groove? I don't know. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Let's go with groove. Oh, it wasn't groove. Our first mess. Nine for ten. Um, heartbeat blank. The lazy blank. Thong blank. Well, that's about as easy. If you put thong blank, it's about as easy as it can possibly be. Hot and her. It's hot. The, the double hot. R's are a, her, dead her, a dead giveaway. Yeah. Blank by blank one two blank two. Is it three? Is that an option? That would be, <laughs> that'd be. Ooh, <laughs> they cheated us. Little, they had uh, us going. Little clickbait there, huh? <laughs> blank police instant blank blank chameleon karma karma. Come on, come on, come on, come on, Mr. Blank, you're so blank, train in blank. Um, Mr. Mr. You're smooth. Mr. Smooth. You're so smooth. Train in smooth. <laughs> Probably not. You're so vain. I bet you think this song is... You're so white. Mr. White, you're so white. Train in white. That's it. Oh! Brown... Brown sugar. Oh, there it is. Pour me pour oh, some sugar so on me. Sugar, we're going down. So oh, yeah. It's an absolute beggar. Uh, I get blank. It's around. It's around when I come around. Yeah. All of me? Blank of me? It's got to be all. Blank for you? Yeah. I didn't realize the time. We got to move here. Rocking in the free world. Neil Young. This magic moment. Uh-huh. Um, blank blood, blank girls, blank boys. Bad. Bad. You're about to see Bad. Jake and I crush 25 in a minute. Or 15. Girl. Rebel. Rebel yell. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, there's yep. rebel yell. Dancing, Dancing with, with myself. Me. Whoa, chill, bro. Me, myself, and I. Yeah. Yeah. On my bird. <laughs> On my blank. Where's my blank? Can, Can I, I change, change my, my blank? Step? My step. You need step? Okay. Ooh. Fuck. 
Let's Blank. Gro- groove. Let's groove Let's together. Groove together. Groove with me. That sounds right. We got it. Did we or we House. Didn't? House of the Rising Sun. Blank lines, blank room, blank rabbit. Um, White. White room. Yep. We got six left. Groove is in the heart. Groove is in the heart. Blank by you. Can't stop. Step. Can't stop losing you. Can't. Ooh, can't stand losing. All right, well that's it. Um, Twenty-three of thirty-three scored a scored a solid seventy. Scored below the average. Seventy percent, not bad. That's what I get on a lot of my exams. So, <laughs> if that for me, that'll uh, survive in advance. That's, that's a passing grade, so there's nothing you can really do about that. Um, we'll just be better next week, I guess. I think it's the morale of the story. We just we kind of slowed down there at, at the beginning. We and yeah, we were. We, were we got to the then. we got to the point where we just had to. Fire yeah, away. But when we did, like, we were pretty effective, I feel like. Just need to oh, yeah. Well, well, we put our minds together. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty, uh, it's a crazy it's, experience. It's a magic moment. It's a magic moment. Um, all right, that's going to, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, this is week one of the second wind. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed uh, the new format. And um, any comments or anything, just send them our way, and we'll be glad to look at them. Appreciate you tuning in tonight, America. Adios.